BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. After a season of disappointment, a disappointing season for Bulls fans, hopefully the players, coaches, and front office as well, we're going to ask the question today, should any Chicago Bull player be untouchable in trade talks if those trade talks do open? We're also going to look at the season of Billy Donovan and evaluate him as a coach, plus Javante Green and Derrick Jones Jr. We're getting into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Now, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. Uh, well, first off, if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes, at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod, but Enough of me. We're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about these Bulls. So, after with the season that the Bulls have had, right, and when you look at how, like, shout out to Jimmy Butler and the Milwaukee Bucks, first off, for uh, for uh, beating, I'm sorry, Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat for beating the Milwaukee Bucks um, in, in 4-1 and just the way that they won that series. And, you know, with all the talk and reframing the Jimmy Butler trade talks and all this and that, like, yeah, it looks like the Bulls ended up losing that. But we'll see. The story's still being written on that one. But, with that being said, like in, in improving the team, hopefully this summer, right? We're asking, I'm going to ask the question, should any Bulls player be untouchable? Now, that does not mean that you're shopping every single Chicago Bulls player, but that means if a meaningful deal comes on the table and and it can it could drastically improve your team, bring a superstar talent to this team, is there anyone on this team who should be untouchable in those talks? Now, you guys already know, I don't think DeMar DeRozan should be untouchable. And even though I don't think that Zach Levine should be the one to be traded now. I don't think Zach Levine should be untouchable either, depending on if the right deal comes about, right? That It really depends on the level of deal. But then when you look at the rest of this team, right, and how far we are away, and I know, yes, we have, we have more talent than what our record would indicate, right? We know that that is part of why we are disappointed in this team because this team does have talent. And, and when, you, when you look at that talent, when you look at, at what we have, you're trying to build on top of that. And I know a lot of Bulls fans, and I see you guys in the comments, the Bulls should rebuild, the Bulls should go full rebuild. It's not coming. And much like I've said to you guys in yesterday's episode, like at some point, at least for me, right, everybody else, that you're on your own person, you do your own thing. 
stop putting I stop putting my energy into things that aren't going to happen. AKS told us they are not going full rebuild. That is not what's happening. So, you know, all the talk on the bullshit go full rebuild, it's not happening, right? It's just not. And so when you look at anything that becomes available, and we know the Dame Lillard, the the uh, Jalen Brown, uh, all those, you know, talks of, of players that could become available, right? And if those players do. And, you know, with the Dame thing, I think at that point you definitely need to hold on to Zach, in my opinion. But regardless of anything else, who should still be untouchable on this roster? And the reason why I ask that is because it seems like AK, our, our president of basketball operations, does have people being untouchable that I don't, it, like I said, in the right deal, I don't think they should be. Patrick Williams, to me, I understand the, the promise in Patrick Williams. And I'm not sitting there, and I would not be on the phone shopping Patrick Williams today, like, what can I get for Patrick? What can I get for Patrick? But in trying to improve your team, you have to be open to hearing everything. And I do think that a deal could become available that, hey, it would maybe make sense to include Patrick Williams in, depending on what that level of deal. For example, if Brandon Ingram became available, I would even say this, and I know this may be controversial, right? Even if a player, if a young player like a Mikel Bridges became available, while I'm not saying that, hey, you should, it should be a Mikel Bridges for Patrick Williams swap, but if that's the level play, if you can get a Cam, a, a Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges and Patrick Williams is the one that's keeping you from getting that deal done, I don't think that's necessarily where we should be. I understand the promise in Patrick Williams. I understand the promise in Kobe White. I love these two players. I want to see these two players be Bulls for a long time. But at some point, you have to ask yourself the question of, all right, what, what, what type of deal can we get done if, if the, the team on the other end wants these players? I don't think the Bulls right now have any player that should necessarily be untouchable. Now, there, there are players that you should be reluctant to trade if the deal doesn't make sense, right? You shouldn't, be given, you shouldn't give up all your youth either for a team that is clearly far away. So players like Kobe White, players like Dalen Terry, players like Patrick Williams, I would assume if he ends up staying here, but even then I think Iles become a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, movable in that sense. But I think last year, coming, coming out of last season, I think the Bulls would have absolutely looked at, at Iowa's untouchable. I think now he kind of fluctuates in there. But you want to keep and maintain enough of your young players to where you're not stuck, you're not strapped, you're not in a terrible place if you do have to move one of your older players, or if, if players do start leaving, right? So, again, not saying they should be shopping any of our young players, but I am saying that, hey, you're looking at this roster. Um, like I said, Alice Caruso, love Alice Caruso. I think if Alice Caruso was able to play his natural role, we're talking about a defensive player of the year candidate, right? Love DeMar. I like what DeMar can do when he's operating within the game plan, right? We know what his ability to score, especially in the fourth quarter, has meant. But, again, you have a you have a 34-year, a player that's about to be 34 years old, that's one year left on their deal. Again, not to say that you should necessarily be shopping, even though I do think when a DeMar you should be shopping, but I don't think even DeMar is untouched. You look at 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 Derrick Jones Jr., already talked, he definitely shouldn't be untouchable. Zach Levine, while I would be reluctant in, in certain deals because you want to maintain he's a young, versatile scorer who can who can be top 10 in the league in scoring, but it, again, in the right deal, should Zach Levine be available? Absolutely. And I think more so what I'm trying to get across in this segment is just to say that while everybody should not be moved, while a full rebuild should not be the thing, in, in needing to improve this team and your desire to, if your desire is truly to improve this team, to give you, to, for AK to give us the team that he claims that the city of Chicago deserves, you got to, everything, every avenue has to be open in the right scenario, right? And by that, I mean, 
superstar level scenario. I'm not talking about, hey, just for a deal that, that you're, you're trading a couple of things, we're going to stay about the same. No, I mean that if a superstar becomes available, anybody and everybody should potentially be available and you should try to maintain your picks if you can. Um, but you guys can let me know what you think on that one down below. But like one of the things even in that, even in thinking about that, right, and thinking and looking at this roster and how talented this roster is, I put this off far enough. Yet we have to evaluate head coach Billy Donovan. And again, I know that I, I, I draw some, some uh, critique when I say this, and I understand why. But again, Billy Donovan is not a bad head coach. He's maybe bad for the Chicago Bulls. He may be not the right coach for this roster. He may be not the right coach for this situation. But he's not just generally a bad head coach. He's terrible at making adjustments, right? That, that is the thing. The players seem to really like him, except his little tizzy with Zach Levine. But when you, when you look at, at Billy Donovan, some of the things that hurt him are the same things that hurt him over his career. The lack of adjusting, especially in fourth quarters. The fact if you put a, a really good X's and O's coach on the other side of the court against him, he doesn't really, he's never really fared well in those situations. Billy Donovan is a coach that with the right roster, he can win you a lot of games. He can win you a lot of games. And it's very much in line with Jerry Reinsdorf, right, in the fact that win enough so the fans keep buying tickets, but the expectations aren't quite what they are. Like, so, and that is probably why Billy Donovan is, isn't the right coach for this situation. He, he doesn't have an ownership group that is going to push him. He, he doesn't, right? He does not have an ownership group that is going to push him. Jerry Reinsdorf has said before, in regards to the Sox, that being second best is best because you're not bad enough, right? You're not bad enough that people aren't going to show up and people are still going to buy tickets. And when you have a owner with that mindset, even though, yes, it's come out and they've said that Jerry really isn't as involved in the day-to-day -day as fans think. It's really Michael Reinsdorf. I don't give a damn. They, 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 the Spider-Man meme, they're pointing at each other, the same damn person, right? Even though Michael is, a, it seems to be a little bit more uh, flexible, but at the same time, right? When you when you bring in Billy Donovan to a to a team that to ownership group that isn't the type of owners that are just no, we are championship or bust. We need to get to a title. We're gonna fight, scrap, do whatever we can to get this team. To, we're gonna pay whatever we need to pay to get this team to the championship level. We don't have that type of ownership group. So with a head coach in Billy Donovan that that is going to win some games for you, right? He's gonna cost you some games too. But if you give him the right roster, he's going to do enough to win you some games. That is a perfect storm of badness for Chicago Bulls fans. And when you look at Billy Donovan as well, things that, that coaching does, right, that you want to look and you want to get. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. From your coach. You want to try to develop your younger players if you have those younger players. You want to, of course, try to win games, and you want to have a system that is best utilizing your players. Billy Donovan is doing none of those three things. We haven't seen, and even Kobe, I'm not giving Billy Donovan credit for Kobe White's progression and development. I'm not. I'm looking at, at Kobe White, and I see what he did this offseason. see how he added to his game. I honestly think, and this may, and everybody may not share this opinion, and that's fine, but in looking at Billy Donovan and the little bit of glimpses of progression and development we've gotten from players under him, I'm more so giving that to the players because Kobe White went out in the offseason and he, he did enough to change his game that it forced Billy Donovan to have to play him. And then we still saw Billy Donovan not use him in situations where he was the best defender and scorer and we, and we put him on the bench and sided defense, right? That's a problem by a head coach. Building up the confidence of your players. Like, again, we've said it. I've gone over the stats with you. When things actually run through Patrick Williams to a degree, he has not earned the, the right to have the offense run through him overall. But when you involve Patrick Williams in the game plan and you call at least six to eight plays for him on top of the shots that he's already going to take and he can get 10 to 12 shots, Patrick Williams almost averages 16 and six in those, in those scenarios. But we have a head coach that basically sticks him out in the corner and says, figure it out. And then when he doesn't, he gets, he gets benched. And don't get me wrong, Patrick Williams' own lack of aggression, lack of focus, right, plays into that as well. He has to own that part of his development. But the coach in putting you in a situation that's going to for force growth and development, force you to kind of have to make decisions, Billy Donovan doesn't do that. And the same thing, like, Dalen Terry, I will say this, I do think the Bulls had a development plan for Dalen Terry just because of how unrefined his game was, that he wanted to go down in the G League. If you watch those G League games, every game he worked on something specific. He wasn't going to get that type of reps at the NBA level, but even then, for a team that needed some energy, we didn't see Billy Donovan go to Dalen really at all. In, in games where the games were out of hand and we just needed a little spark, didn't see him do that, right? Io DeSumo, again, Io took a way uh, step back, but again, Billy Donovan did start Io DeSumo, who allowed him to earn that starting position. He allowed him to work his way into the rotation last year in his rookie season, but even then, right, it, he hasn't developed. Io came in as an older rookie, and we saw that in his rookie season with the way that he was able to perform. But then when it came time to develop between season one to season two, we didn't see that, right? Ball, again, taken out of his hands. And Billy Donovan's reliance on DeMar DeRozan, another thing that is like a safety net for him, I just think 
when you look at Billy Donovan and the coaching that he's done, and not all of it's been bad, but a lot of it has. And so in evaluating Billy Donovan as a head coach, to me, listen, I it's a D, bro. Like I I I the fact of the matter is, right? Yes, we went on a nine-game winning streak, and despite some Bulls fans trying to act like it was just Chris Fleming. No, we started that when we were three games into that winning streak and Billy Donovan was still coming up with the game plan. But the fact of the matter is this. Once the league starts adjusting to what Billy Donovan does, he does not adjust back. And that's what we saw from season one with this team to season two with this team. And so, and then when you look at the secret extension for, for Billy Donovan, it just, it's so much with this. And it's centered around Billy Donovan. And again, he's not the only problem. Changing out Billy Donovan doesn't necessarily make this team better. It may help refine this team some, but it's just Billy Donovan leaves a lot to be desired. And so I can't give Billy Donovan anything over a D, D minus personally, just because of the expectations into the season. The, the, the fact that in every single press conference, Billy Donovan says all the right things, but then we don't run a game plan that, and we don't have the three-point shooters. I get that, but we did have size this season and Andre Drummond and didn't utilize that. There were games where we absolutely needed size and Patrick Williams at the four because Alex Caruso was just getting outworked because of size and, and players' arm length, and we didn't do that. And, and, and I understand it in games that Patrick Williams wasn't playing well, but we're talking about in games where he was cooking. The Vooch of it all, right? Nikola Vucevic cooking in the first half and then only touches the ball three times in the second half of games. That is on coaching. And no, everything is not Billy Donovan's fault, but some of it is. And he has to hold and own what is on him, in my opinion. You guys can let me know what you think on everything down below. All right. I also wanted to throw in player evaluations on this episode for Javante Green and DJJ. And again, this isn't going to be long. Uh, so just a heads up. It's hard to evaluate J Javante Green's season. He, he, he did not play in very many games this season at all. And then even when he did, he didn't really have the impact. He had some flashes of it, right? And, 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 and I do think he would have he been the starting power forward for us again albeit having some issues with that, too, as a 6'5 guy. But Javante played in 32 games this season. He missed 50 games this season. And when you look at his averages, they were down from last season as well. The three-point percentage went up two points. So shout out to that. The field goal percentage stayed about the same. The points per game were down two points per game. Um, and that's cool, right? We know that him and Alex Crusoe were leading the league in deflections and things like that. And so it's not because Javante didn't necessarily play the best. It's just the fact that there is such a small sample size and he only averaged 15 minutes per game, whereas last season it was 20, almost 24 minutes per game. It's hard to evaluate Javante Green's season. It was a disappointment, but not a disappointment necessarily because of just his play on the, on the court. It was a disappointment because he just didn't see the court enough to make the impact that we needed and expected from him coming into the season. And so Javante's season, again, when it's because of injury, when it's because of not being able to stay healthy, I try to not put that on the player and their, and their performance on the court. But in the 32 games we got from Javante Green, it was pretty much the same as last season. And that's fine. It wasn't bad last season, right? And especially in the role that he came in, playing power forward, which he, that's not his natural position, Javante Green is a dog. And he deserves a, to be able, and again, much like I said with Alice Caruso, if you're able to play Javante in more, in more of his natural position, we're going to have a hell of a player in Javante Green. But the fact of the matter is this, the highlight dunks, the, the great defensive plays, all that, we just didn't get enough of it this season. And we may not even have it next season because he is an unrestricted free agent this season. So looking at Javante, I'm going to give Javante C- as well for Javante, um, but just because of the it, – it, it's hard, right? C- almost D just because of this lack of ability to get on the court. Now, when you look at as Derrick Jones Jr., 
I'm going to bury the lead here. Derrick Jones Jr., for his role, keep in mind, these are the, all these grades are based off their role. Not So a B for Zach Levine and a B for uh, 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 Andre Drummond are going to be very different because of their roles on the team. And I think Derrick Jones Jr. exceeded in his role this season. When you look at having an in, never having a clear role, always again, like like is going to be said with a lot of these players, playing out of position consistently, right? The Javante, I mean Derrick Jones Jr. in his best performance for the Bulls last season and this season has been when he's played the backup center, and we all know that is not Derrick Jones Jr.'s natural position, right? We know that this guy, yes, he's six six, but he's only two hundred and ten pounds. But the fact of the matter is this. Every game Derrick Jones Jr. got in, he found a way to impact the game. He played in 61 games for the Chicago Bulls, only 14 minutes over those 61 games. And, yes, the averages of five points per game, 2.4 rebounds, almost uh, less than one assist, right? 50% shooting from the field, 33% shooting from three-point range. Those averages don't mean anything because Derrick Jones Jr. is a player that you had to watch to understand his impact on the game. And he always found that way to impact it. And I, and I like that he's opting into his contract. I think that could be a value contract for the Chicago Bulls going forward. I absolutely do. And looking at Javante for what his role, I'm mean, keep mixing it up. Looking at Derrick Jones Jr. for what his role is, it's a B. It's a B for me. Like, I would have loved to see him play more minutes. I would have loved to see him actually have a spot in the rotation that you just knew what he was going to play night in and night out, especially in the season where Javante Green was hurt most of the season. Again, that goes back to coaching. If you can't tell, there's a theme in this episode. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts on the seasons from Javante and Derrick Jones Jr. Let me know what you guys think down below. That is it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.